Campbell and welcome to ASIC View, the official podcast for the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. On this episode, we'll be talking about insider trading, the damage it does, what ASIC is doing about it and some key recent outcomes in the area. My name is Andrew Williams and joining me on this episode of the podcast is ASIC Commissioner Cathy Armour. Hi Cathy, welcome to the podcast. Hi, and I'm very happy to be here. Good to have you. Uh, tell us about what damage insider trading does to our financial markets. Well, our financial markets are incredibly important for our businesses to raise capital and for investors to, to feel that they have the op- opportunity to make really good um, investment decisions, particularly supporting our retirement um, incomes field. Insider trading goes to the heart of the integrity of our financial markets. So our markets, particularly our listed markets, operate on the basis that all investors receive the same information at the same time and they make their investment decisions based on this information. So if there is insider trading, that is somebody receives information earlier than others, that puts that person in an unfair advantage to other investors. So that goes straight to the heart of the integrity of our system. I should say that actually ASIC is doing a lot of work about looking at how transparent Australian listed markets are. We've developed market cleanliness tests and Overall, Australian markets perform very well on these measures compared to many of the international markets. So I must emphasise that we we feel very strongly that by and large, when you think about the vast number of transactions that occur every day in our markets, that the Australian markets do have a high degree of integrity. Nevertheless, even the smallest example of insider trading is something that we feel very strongly about. What are some ways that ASIC is tackling insider trading, given that it's uh, how much it affects uh, our markets when it does happen? So ASIC is actually using the the broad suite of regulatory tools to look and see if there are issues with insider trading. The most obvious way that we're looking at whether or not there is insider trading is our real-time surveillance of the markets. We have quite a new system in, in place which allows us to see every transaction, every order, every amended transaction in the market as it occurs. And we have a team with the specialist skills and the capacity to analyse those transactions. We use that as our principal method of seeing if there is poor conduct. Mm. Of course, we work very closely with the exchanges, with the broker community and with issuers to talk about the appropriate standards for managing information and dealing with confidential information. So we've had a number of educational projects, a number of research projects. So they're some of the key matters. And of course, where we see conduct that we've got concerns about, we question it, we question it immediately. We question it through our enforcement processes and in the markets area we have a, a specialist team whose job is to start the enforcement process very quickly. They're very experienced investigators and they go straight out into the community and start investigating when we see something that looks like it could potentially be insider trading. So we've, we've developed a, some, a very quick sort of action team if you like almost a SWAT team to do that mm-hmm. and then we have pursued the matters we have pursued quite a number of insider trading matters and our record over the last couple of years is a world-class record in criminal convictions for insider trading we we really have 
now a track record that shows how serious we are about this. Can you talk about a, a couple of the outcomes that make up that track record, perhaps uh, some of the, the more major outcomes ASIC has had in that space? So just over recent years, there's two significant um, matters that come to mind. One was a very recent conviction and sentencing of Mr Zhao, who had been the managing director of Hanlong Mining. Um, now, he was sentenced to a very long period of time in connection with ins- insider trading. And that conviction involved identifying the original questionable trades through mm-hmm. our surveillance system and our surveillance team, pursuing the matter, but also when Mr Zhao actually left Australia, locating him outside of Australia and, and actually working with law enforcement agencies both within Australia and outside of Australia to locate Mr Zhao and then to extradite him back to Australia. So that, that's an example of our determination to locate a person who has been involved in insider trading and ensure that they're, they're held accountable for that trading. Mm. Last year, there were two also significant convictions for insider trading. What was significant about these convictions was that it was insider trading in products that aren't just equity products. Mm. Insider trading can occur across any financial products. Australians are investing in all sorts of financial products. And in this case, these convictions related to trading in contracts for difference. And it was a misuse of confidential information that was produced by the Australian Bureau of Statistics and that that information was provided by one one person to another individual. So the person who obtained the information worked at the Australian Bureau of Statistics, provided it to another person who then used, used the information about various important general economic statistics mm. to take positions in foreign exchange contracts for differences and made a significant amount of money. And we worked with um, the Australian Federal Police to collect the evidence and with the Australian Federal Police and the Director of Public Prosecutions to prosecute those matters. So two very significant matters. What are some other related key areas of of focus for ASIC uh, that you'd like to mention? Well, when we're talking about market integrity, we're very conscious of actually some of the technological changes that are occurring in the market's environment. Now, over the last three or four years, we've been very focused on changes that have been occurring because of the ability to speed up trading. Mm. So we have um, issued two reports, um, one in 2013, one last year, that looked at high-frequency trading and what's called dark liquidity, which was sort of off-exchange markets effectively. And we considered the impact of those developments on liquidity and and, uh, price formation in the lit markets, which are the markets that that all of us have access to. And as a result of our work in 2013, we introduced a number of rules to change the environment in a way which we thought would ensure that poor conduct that we were concerned about or or poor pricing information um, could be corrected. Our report in 2015 actually examined how that had gone, and we've been able to conclude that by and large, our regulatory goals were achieved by those changes and that in the Australian market, certainly some of these particularly high-frequency trading is not a particular concern here. So we've been 
very keen to look at that. We are looking at the other implications for financial markets of digital digital disruption, if mm-hmm. you like, technological advances. One of the things that we more broadly we're looking at is how new technologies like the distributed ledger technology might be used in a markets context. And as you're aware, the Australian, Australian Securities Exchange has announced that it's considering whether or not it might develop distributed ledger technology in connection with its settle, settlement system. So we're very interested in that. One of the other areas of particular interest to us at ASIC is really thinking about how firms that participate in the market operate. What are the inherent values in a firm that determine the sort of outcomes it achieves for its customers? We very frequently see the result of poor customer outcomes. Usually this is some seen in this, the form of some misconduct, mm-hmm. whether it's insider trading or whether it is just not following clients' instructions. There can be a range of poor conduct. Rather than having us as a regulator focusing on the detail of compliance Mm. with rules, we think there is a lot to be said for firms to focus on what is the environment we operate in, what is our key values, and how do those values flow through to the way our staff deal with their their customers and the outcomes we achieve for our customers. So we have been talking a lot recently about culture. Mm. We're not trying to regulate a firm's culture, but we are trying to have firms think about their culture. We think it's good business practice to put the customer at at the centre of everything that the firm does. And our experiences is that that a culture that really demonstrates and believes in, in in doing that tends to be a culture that has less examples of poor conduct. So rather than focus on, if you like, compliance with a plethora of rules, we think there's much to be said for firms to just focus on getting that that culture culture right. And so we are talking about that. And just finally, what is uh, ASIC's message for those who might be considering some form of insider trading? Our message is having uh, markets that operate in Australia is absolutely essential to the well-being of our economy and to, to Australians. So we are absolutely determined that we will have fair, orderly and transparent markets in Australia. Market inter- integrity means everything to us. So we will be focusing continuously on ensuring that integrity exists. If you're thinking about insider trading, you should be aware we're watching. We're watching every transaction that happens on our our listed markets and we will determinedly track down any insider trading. Cathy, thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It's a pleasure. That was uh, ASIC Commissioner Cathy Armour. Don't forget to subscribe by searching ASIC View in the iTunes store to hear many more episodes that will be coming in the weeks to come. Thanks for listening.